When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX where I actually am. Of course, my name is the mayor of PHNX, occasionally known as Derek Montia, and I am joined by my vice mayor who is not here in studio with me but still just as lovable, still a five-star man. It's the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. For once, Derek, you say right here at PHNX, and you're actually I mean it. right I mean there. It. Yeah, I'm right PHNX. here at oh PHNX. God. It's crazy. Uh, good lighting, beautiful view. It's shorts weather here in Phoenix, Arizona. Jesse, not to rub it in oh your face God. at all, but uh, mm. maybe a little. Uh, this show, of course, is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use our code of PHNX, and you will get 56 to 1 odds as a new customer on Super Bowl 56, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl. And, of course, they're giving you these amazing odds. Uh, bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets instantly. Jesse, let's go. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Uh, we had a we had a press conference today that was did. Uh, reasonably important, and it wasn't quite as much of a, of a downer as I think a lot of us expected it to be. So... I'm guilty of that, that myself. Right? We definitely thought that this press conference was going to be Rob Manfred confirming that spring training was in fact going to be delayed. Uh, but as of now, during this press conference, Manfred said that there would not be any change to the status of spring training. Uh, so that is right. good news. And we also have the fact that he said he's optimistic about the negotiations and reaching an agreement by March 31st, which I don't know, but we do have the fact that we have this spring training, I guess, buffer right now where they can at least reduce the amount of games uh, of spring training and not have it impact the regular season. Still worried about how that's going to impact the preparation of the players, though. The status of spring training not changing is definitely not the same thing as saying spring training is still going to happen. Right. right. Uh, right. He's basically just announcing <laughs> to the now. world. I'm not going to say it's off. I'm just, you know, we're not going to say it's off today, but we might come back tomorrow and say <laughs> tomorrow. it's off. Maybe uh, next week. Jesse, so, we have a very yeah. important date to hit, though. Uh, February we 14th. We do. Coming up on Monday. So we need them to get this all rectified. According to Manfred, they are offering up, as we said yesterday, a counterproposal uh, tomorrow, or I'm sorry, Saturday. So once the uh, union agrees to said counterproposal uh, and all the I's are dotted, T's are crossed by Monday uh, on Valentine's Day, like I said, uh, this whole thing will be rectified. And I'm 100% confident that this is going to be uh, it. This counterproposal is going to be what the thing that the union accepts, Jesse. I have to be honest with you, Derek, as much as I want to like prepare to give you so much flack on Monday, if it doesn't happen, I honestly really want you to be right. Like I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure you didn't really want me to be right because you just because you you talked about how insufferable I would be, which is yes. fair, 
which is very fair. But honestly, for you, Derek, I really hope it happens by Monday (laughs) because if it happens by Monday, then we have baseball season essentially uninterrupted, right? We would have spring training going on as usual. Pitchers and catchers would report on time. Everything would be would be, you know, pretty much business as usual for baseball in 2022. And that would be a very happy ending to what we've seen over the last couple of months. It, it, it really would. It would it would make it seem like we were panicking about nothing if somehow it could all come together and not even affect kit, pitchers and catchers reporting. Right. Because we have yeah. next week about Wednesday is when that would normally happen. I think maybe even a little bit earlier. Spring training was kind of moved up a little bit this year with the game starting essentially what uh, like we're we're like 16 days right now away from the first yeah. spring training game happening and Which is crazy yeah that's crazy. i'm just i am so pessimistic no matter how optimistic uh rob manfred is i am very he pessimistic he's optimistic that. which i found yeah. i just think it's funny when someone who is totally in the driver's seat right like he controls whether the season happens or not Correct. and he's talking about how optimistic he is when it's like like, dude, you control the whole thing. Like, you don't have well, to be optimistic. You could just make it happen if you wanted to. Uh, but anyway, I mean, today well, was a good day wonder. for Rob Manfred, like, all things considered. So. You're not wrong, but Manfred only has so much control over the situation, right? And it's not like he's exclusively. I mean, I, I get I get that he's MLB, yeah. right? I, I get he's a huge <laughs> he's part of kinda, this, right? He's pretty exclusive. I mean, they're... There's nobody in this situation who has more power than he does. But I, I, yeah, I mean, he's representing the owners. Scott Morris. And, right, I mean, Scott Morris has more power. Um, but that's just because, of course. <laughs> um, Manfred says uh, that missing regular season games would be a disastrous outcome to this industry, adding that MLB is committed to reaching agreement to avoid that. So uh, hopefully big. they yeah. mean that. and That's not just lip service. My problem my lack of confidence in that has been the fact that, uh, you know, honestly, they have said a lot of things that I don't feel like they mean. At times, I feel like they've put more effort into discrediting the union and the Players Association than they're actually putting into the situation. And Isaiah Chavez uh, brought up a good point in our comments right now that FanFest is canceled. And yeah, that, that FanFest yeah. would, I think, typically be happening this weekend. Um, yeah. Either at right Chase now. Field or Salt River Fields. Uh, so that's... That's a bummer. And I mean, again, that's just the start of things being canceled. Um, and Mark Solaire asked, <laughs> does Manfred know about the February 14th date? I think he does. I think he does. And that's why he's trying to make this happen. He's trying to make sure, uh, God, we got to get this right for Derek. That's what we got to get right. We, we do five shows a week and Rob Manfred is a pretty busy guy. So he can't tune into all five. No, he not still all catches five. At le- he still catches at least three of our shows every week. He catches week. the so live is, shows for he sure. Is, yeah, the live shows for I'm sure. I'm pretty yeah, sure so he's he, Robert York in our comments, but I don't want to yeah. go accusing people of not being real people. But shout out to Robert York, by the way. I don't know if he's here tonight or not. But um, uh, here's another interesting thing that came out of the meeting, though, Jesse. Manfred, sa- Manfred says MLB has proposed universal DH and elimination of draft pick compensation for free agents who, re- who reject qualifying offers. So we are moving now into the territory of agreement, right? Things that they... Uh, players wanted that they are now agreeing on. Uh, we kind of always knew that uh, the universal DH thing was going to happen. We've talked about it previously, 
but the right. uh, draft pick compensation for the free agents rejecting qualifying offers that's now now we're starting to get a bit into the finances and the economic structure of the MLB just a little bit and they're starting to agree on things um and i i don't know like i saw a lot today about the uh <laughs> just the the uh counter uh or the the competitive balance tax and just really how ridiculous it is i wonder how many teams in the league or owners in the league are actually in favor of it i feel like it's got to be the ones like ken kendrick that don't spend a lot of money right because it's just trying to prevent the other teams from kind of going away but it's not because teams are just spending that money anyway they're paying whatever percentage they're being charged for however many years they've gone over the over the uh, soft cap or whatever you want to call it and um you know it's it's not really deterring that many teams from spending it's just deterring kind of the teams that probably wouldn't spend that much anyway from from spending more because they don't have to right yeah i mean Um, that money is shared between the other teams right so so that's a that's a big thing for someone like ken kendrick the diamondbacks make a lot of money through that revenue sharing process um, right and yeah right. Dra- draft pick compensation is is another part of this that is something that you know it's encouraging to see the sides come to an agreement on that i don't know if that's necessarily been the most contentious issue between the the players and the owners no, no. Um, but we talked but- about them kind of getting past talking about the stuff that they don't agree on and getting to the stuff they do because eventually yeah. they're going to have to negotiate that portion too. So right. if you can't make a deal, maybe you can at least start, uh, you know, diplomatically agreeing on things both sides can see eye to eye on. And then from there you can build, right? Building on this because things have become outrageously contentious between the two sides. And it really has become right. a thing where, uh, you know, like we've talked about on the show, the owners are literally using MLB.com and having writers slander the Players Association with like just <laughs> ridiculously worded articles, right? And then, you know, the players are obviously vocal on social media and they're saying their piece. And in some cases, you know, straight up saying things like Manfred's a terrible commissioner. We need to get this guy out of here. And, and like it's getting it's getting very personal. It's It's getting very ugly and it's not going to you know, facilitate a deal getting done if these things stay so, so kind of awful, you know, they kind of got to grow up a bit and and start making deals. And that's the part of it that the owners still don't seem like uh, on a lot of their sides of things, they're coming down on and trying to at least meet halfway. But, you know, that's, that's, that's where that federal mediation would have come in and just immediately split things down the middle and had the players have to concede on so much of what they're looking for as far as the bonuses for, you know, the pre-arbitration players and just everything else. But DH is exciting. And we're going to talk in a minute about DH and what that is going to mean for the Arizona Diamondbacks, because I know you guys are excited in the comments to talk about it, but uh, I have to remind everybody uh, to go over to gophnx.com. Jesse has a new piece coming up today. Uh, I put a piece up about my feelings on this whole lockout. If you're not already a member, join us, become an annual member, uh, get that free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com. You know, that pays for half of it right there. If you don't, like saving money and if you don't like soft amazing t-shirts like the one i'm wearing uh you know go and try the month-to-month option get your first month for just 50 cents a little little appetizer and if you decide you like the website stick around as an as a family member over at gophnx.com join us in the discord where we uh facilitate show ideas from you guys because you guys tell us what you want to hear us talk about and we 
love to do so. So uh, all sorts of things, members only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com on the merch, uh, great stuff all around. So join us over here. And of course, uh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse is the one that's really trying to get in on all of the merch over at phnxlocker.com, not wearing a shirt tonight because he came right from no. Right, right from work, and I know that, but I'm still gonna pick on him. Anyway well, also, because... it's it's not really like like it's kind of hard to wear a t-shirt around. Like Shut I can up. wear a t-shirt. You can layers, Jesse. Layers. You can wear layers, but right. But right. then you wouldn't see it. Yeah. Well, did you? You're home. You're home. You're in the warmth of your home. So I'm not. I'm not relenting on this issue. I need you in the shirt uh, next Thursday for sure. Uh, with right, the confirmation right. though that both sides are seeing eye to eye on the DH. Uh, I know we've we've brought this uh, this entire topic up before, but if if we don't see any changes to the Arizona Diamondbacks and their rotation, their or their current roster, minor league system, anything like that, who do you see stepping up and being the designated hitter for this team come opening day? Should that happen on time, as Rob Manfred alluded to? I think it's Seth Beer. Uh, we've talked about this before. Right. Yeah. I mean, that is the correct answer. To, Seth Beer is the correct the answer. I, I will say that I think, and I think I mentioned this when we, when we discussed this in a show a few weeks ago, I, I do think we'll see Cattell Marte at DH from time to time, just to get him off of his feet. The Diamondbacks really need more than anything else in 2022 to have Cattell Marte on the field consistently. Like there is no bigger, there is no bigger factor for the Diamondbacks in 2022 uh, as far as you know, how successful they're going to be, there's no bigger factor in that than the health of Cattell Marte. I mean, if he plays 160 games and bats 329 again, I mean, you know, this team could be a lot better than we're than we're expecting them to be right now. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that either. Um, and knowing Tori Lavello, Derek, I mean, he's a he's a kid in the candy store now, right? We know how he loves to mix up his lineup card. Yeah, and now, oh, sure. now for he's sure. got another spot to play around with, and anybody on the roster can play it because obviously it's not a defensive position. So I'm sure we'll see him do his fair share of mixing and matching as well. At least what we won't see, hopefully, is David Peralta on a nine-game hitting streak getting set on the 10th day because that's true. it was his turn to have some time off, right? That's something uh, I I predict that what we're going to see is a kind of what you alluded to right there is like a rotating uh, kind of situation where we'll probably see a lot of different guys DH. It probably won't. I, I, I just I just feel it. Like Tori Lavala loves to tinker with his lineup too much. He loves to rotate guys out. He tries to keep people fresh. And I think that we might see, you know, in a series, the same DH, we might see it, a, you know, a couple of games in a row, but I have a feeling that we're going to pretty much see guys rotate in and out of that DH position, depending on when it's their time to to have a break, depending on how hot they are, all of those kind of factors. Sure. But I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I know people are bringing it up in the comments, so God damn it, I'm going to address it. Um, yeah, of course we get the DH after Yasmani Tomas is no longer with this team. All right. Uh, I don't know what Tomas would have done as a DH, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm talking about it. I don't know. I have to speculate. I have to speculate on what could have been. Um, and of course, we don't get to see that. Um, of course, we're robbed of that. And it's still a nightmare of mine personally that when the universal DH is implemented in MLB, Tomas is going to find a home somewhere with some team and there's just no way. start there's, tearing the cover off the ball. And I don't want no way. I don't I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. I'm just saying that would be a very Diamondbacks thing to have happen. 
A very dumb. Yasmani, yes, let me let me put your mind at ease, Derek. Yasmani Tomas was not just a poor player overall. He was not a particularly good hitter. I know he hit 31 <laughs> home runs one year, and and we were and we remember that, right? But you look at his numbers overall, and the man basically. Do you remember when Yasmani Tomas swung at a pitch that hit him? That was the. <laughs> that was the. Those are those are the memories that I took away from his tenure yeah, as a Yes, I do remember that. Oh my there god! There are moments like he had his moments, uh, right? And if I remember right, his 31 homer season, there were a lot of multi-homer games. So he would, you know, he probably only homered in about 20 games that there year. There were. He actually uh, led the league, I believe, that season. I think he in, did. Yeah. And multi Which is not necessarily games. a good thing. Like, you kind of feel like you'd rather spread them out than just have, you know, 10 or 15 games that you know you're going to win because you're such a you bummer. Know, homer twice. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm, just, I'm trying to put your mind at ease here, Derek. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Other guys may come back to burn the Diamondbacks when they move to other teams. I don't think Tomas is one of them. All right. Well, good. I'm. I, I like your confidence, and I hope. I hope you're right. Um. But yes, yeah, Seth Beer. Going back to Seth Beer. Uh. And just that. That gives me a lot of excitement because again, there is concern. Christian Walker, Paven Smith, kind of playing first base. Where Seth Beer would get time? How much time would he get? Yeah. How often would he? You know, would he? Obviously, I think Tori Lavolo is still of the mindset this season and probably is going to continue to be as far as giving guys opportunities and seeing who kind of reaches for that brass ring. But I just think that, you know, with, without the DH, it would have been a little bit harder for him to get consistent playing time with that DH, especially if he's hitting like we've seen him hit. I mean, he, he has like a folk hero, like line already in his short time in MLB. Sure. It's a small sample size, but I'm just going to say he's going to hit, 900 forever um hey and tyler hurd has one of those home run balls from that year Tomas. you put it in the trash is that where do you keep it in oh a trash God. can you should probably keep it in a trash can um but yeah uh whatever i i don't know man i don't know what we're going to do with the dh um I, i'm i i feel like maybe labella will be a bit more grounded with his lineup switches this year with banister next to him and, and things like that but uh i definitely uh, am excited to see this rule even though in the past i have been openly against the dh and that's just because i like strategy in the game uh, i feel like baseball uh, could be kind of pick clean of the strategy because a lot of people find it uh to be the parts that maybe draw the game out or be a bit boring or unnecessary like pitchers hitting i get it especially after zach gallon's injury i totally get it i just still liked the late innings strategy of having the pinch hit for pitchers and running out of players and all all of that that goes into like trying to generate runs late in the game and and either win or overcome a deficit i i like it but uh the dh rule is fun and uh especially at chase field hopefully we get to see dingers and taters and long long balls and all that uh coming out because we didn't see a lot we did not see a lot of home runs last year you think you think uh madison bumgarner is is just devastated you think Zach Granke is devastated? No, I'm 100% like Madison Bumgarner will DH at some point this season. I'm, I'm positive. Really? I don't know. But... You're not serious. There's no way. <laughs> I, can't, I can't commit to that, but I would love to see it. I would love to see Zach Granke DH. Didn't he pinch hit? Zach Granke pinch hit, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's more of like a end of the bench. You, I think that is. Uh, I don't care. Look too. at you. See, you're throwing, you're dousing out my fire of fun again with your logic <laughs> and your. Yeah, you're probably right, but I don't care. Um, yeah, I want to see Madison Bumgarner DH before the season's over. If that's the case, just one time, just one time, just give it to me. Maybe late in the season when we can just have fun. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's interesting, and it'll definitely make baseball more fun. It'll make baseball more fun to bet on over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And, of course, this is the off-season, or this is the time of the season we've all been waiting for. It's Super Bowl time. Super Bowl 56. Get to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use our code of PHNX, and brand-new customers will get 56-1 to odds on either team, uh, whether it's the Rams, who my head is going with, or the Bengals, who my heart is going with. Uh, Bet just $5 or more and get $280 in free bets. If you're not a new customer, Get down with me on the prop bets. I'm going to give you some as my DraftKings pick of the week, um, but bet on the Super Bowl props. They're not as crazy as I wanted. You know, me and Shane were talking about it here. Uh, that we want we want the anthem. We want to bet on the anthem, the length of the anthem. We want to bet on the Gatorade color, and we want to bet on the halftime show uh, over under. Well, you give can us bet these on things. the Gatorade color. Oh, we get okay. Which is fantastic. You can bet on the Gatorade color. Blue is plus three hundred. That's a steal, right? I'm gonna now. give it to you. It's blue. I'm giving you blue. Uh, that's from Wait, Shane what, directly. He what knows what Gatorade he's talking about. Color? You you the picked the Gatorade color, Gatorade? Jesse. What do you mean? What Gatorade? Who's like what's Gatorade? The winning team throws Gatorade on their coach. Have you oh. never watched the Super Bowl before? <laughs> I know you don't watch movies or television shows. Have you not watched a Super Bowl before or a football game, Jesse? I just never. I just never noticed. Yeah, well, you better, and you better bet on blue is what I'm telling you to do. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now. They're offering a wide range of prop bets throughout the big game. Take your shot at winning cash by predicting props like if a non-quarterback will throw a pass, fourth down conversions, total yardage, the color of the Gatorade, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and get those 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code PHNX over at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Oh, and I have to ask, do they all drink the same color? of like, Like if you play for the Rams, are you locked in to drinking whatever color of Gatorade they've selected for that game? That's a very like every, good question. Everyone so gets the same sure thing. A lot of the like skepticism on Gatorade color comes from preference because I think the players get to pick it. So you kind yeah. of look at like, you know, things in the past, like different players on teams winning Super Bowls, maybe captains, what they like. Um, but blue is just the best flavor and it looks the coolest. He's not wrong. Okay. He's not wrong. Okay. When I was sick, I drank red fruit punch and I wanted to throw it in the trash. And I normally like the red <laughs> fruit punch flavor, but it was yeah. just too much for me. It made me angry. Uh, just like Jim uh, Bowden's article over at The Athletic made me angry uh, because he put mm-hmm. together a list, Jesse, of what every NL team should do after the lockout ends. And his suggestion for the D-backs is that they trade Cattell Marte to the Marlins for prospects. Mm. Why is this always the answer? Why why is the default answer that we have to trade Cattell Marte the best player on our team? I mean, I I get yeah. that that might be a popular thing to do at times when a player is like disgruntled and wants out, wants to win elsewhere. Marte doesn't seem to have an issue with being here and again, 
he seems young enough to still build this team around. So uh, I, trust me, I'm mm. not I'm not trying to uh, pretend like I know more than people uh, that also pretend to know more. But I am just saying it seems like this, not just in this article, but seems to be kind of the default in a lot of cases for a lot of writers uh, to fix the Diamondbacks, like to just go yeah. all in, get rid of the last superstar, all-star player you have uh, that's over the age of 27 and uh, start rebuilding from like the ground up. It's not surprising, right? I mean, especially from a guy like Jim Bowden, who, I mean, he's a former big league GM. This is kind of what Jim Bowden gets paid to write, right? Like we all want to see what the former GM would do. And Jim Bowden doesn't have, you know, close connections to the Diamondbacks organization or every organization in baseball, right? I mean, I think the the value of these trades is is largely for entertainment for readers of the oh, athletic, absolutely. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're really, you know, serious like yes, this team should absolutely do this. Much like, you know, last week when I made a bunch of trades when we were trying to fix the Diamondbacks and I'm sure Pirates fans would be absolutely you know, distraught at some of the moves that I recommended from their perspective. You just like, you just can't trade, you know, players from another team that you don't really know closely. And I know Jim Bowden is obviously a, you know, well-informed baseball fan, but I think it's pretty clear internally that the Diamondbacks have no plans to trade Cattell Marte anytime soon. It's just not, it's not going to happen. And I think it is, it is understandable that people would throw the idea out there, right? Like, I think it's it's a phone call that they would take. But unless they're just completely overwhelmed by an offer right now, the Diamondbacks are not in a position where they absolutely have to make that move. And when Cattell Marte is as good as he is, and he's coming off a season that where, you know, he only played about half of the games, he's not at peak trade value anyway, just doesn't make sense to make a move like that right now. Right. Um, and and I get where he's coming from because the players that he's kind of suggesting uh, that they trade for are, you know, younger players that might fit the timeline a bit better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're good players. I think J.J. Bladé and uh, Braxton Garrett, I want to say. Maybe yeah, Braxton Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those are pitcher. Those are big uh, I, names. I mean, those are legit prospects, but it's the Diamondbacks already have a lot of legit prospects and, and Cattell Marte is good right now. And he's also under team control for several more years. So there's just not a lot of urgency right now. Maybe, right. you know, maybe halfway through the season, maybe at the trade deadline, you know, if they're on pace to win 52 games again, maybe you think about it. I mean, at that point you have a pretty big sample size of a team that's, that's just not very good. Right. And, and maybe you really do consider that, but after, one season, all the injuries we saw last year, you know, this team is is projected by projection systems to, to win like 72 games, which in its own right is not that bad. Right. So I don't think I'm they're not, gonna do I'm not even like entertaining. That. I'm not even entertaining ideas halfway through the system just because I don't feel like we're at that point yet where we have to. Yeah, trade, like it's not as you know, it's not his final year of his contract or anything like that. And unless it was a literal haul that you got in, similar to what you got from the Houston Astros for Zach Granke, uh, I'm I'm not even considering it at this point. You know, I, I again, yeah. uh, we you're going to at one point try to trade or get somebody like Cattell Marte through free agency once these young players come up and prove to be good, and this team is competitive with a strong core of young players. Why not just 
not do anything right. about getting rid of right. them now and let them be yeah. here when that core comes up, have them yeah, be a part like, of it, you know? What happens if Alec Thomas comes up and rakes and Geraldo Perdomo is thriving and, uh, you know, like, it could happen pretty quickly. You, right? It could happen I mean, pretty quickly. And if Cattell Marte is off the roster, then it's just like, well, that, you know, that was stupid. Like, this team's timeline could be sooner than we expect based on how those prospects turn out. Correct. And, uh, you know, again, not to beat the coaching horse to death anymore, but the coaches that I, you and I <laughs> have talked about at length and feel like they have in place are the kind of coaches that could get that kind of quick production and turnaround out of guys coming up sure. from a minor league level to a big league, you know, to the big league. So um, I'm going to give you guys my DraftKings pick of the week because we were talking about it there. I probably should have given it to you then when we were talking about it, but Super Bowl 56, it's here. Uh, at least they're playing a game. Uh, we don't know when baseball will be played, but we do know this Sunday we will see the Super Bowl and the championship game being played. Uh, I don't know which way to go with my picks, so I'm just going to give you uh, some picks that uh, are very um, hot and cold as far as what I'm feeling of this game. I like Joe Burrow as an MVP. Um. That's obviously contingent on the Bengals winning, which I'm doubtful of a bit. I am a bit doubtful. Um, You're doubtful of the Bengals? Follow your heart, Derek. (laughs) There's a single-game super boost that's the Rams to win, Stafford to throw for 290 yards, and Beckham to have a touchdown. It's plus 500. I hate it because of the plus the 290 that's stuck there in the middle. I figured you would. I I don't think Stafford's going to throw for 290. I really don't. I think it's going to be... Uh, the Rams defense, if anything, that wins them, wins it for them in this game. Um, I, I like that though. Uh, I also like, uh, if you don't want to go with Joe, Joe Burrow for an MVP, they have a, just a defensive lineman at plus 1000. And I don't know why, but I love that. And I think that there's a possibility that we could see Donald get the MVP depending on his performance. Uh, he's been a leader on this team and if they win and defense is the reason why they win, it could be Aaron Donald. So I don't hate that. Uh, I'm also betting on blue Gatorade, blue Gatorade, Shane Defen lock is giving us our best uh, bet and prop bet there. But uh, that's your DraftKings pick of the week. I hope you guys have fun. Most important thing, have fun. Uh, the Super Bowl is here. I know the Cardinals aren't in it, but we can at least all root for an underdog together to beat the uh, Rams, which is something that yeah. we are used to doing every time uh, the team plays the Rams. So let's do, do it. A, let's get do it done. Favorite, uh, do you have a favorite Super Bowl party, like hors d'oeuvre, or I don't know, oh, what is, the, what is yes. the, the table of food options? Yeah, the table like of food, the right? I, don't, I, I, love, uh, like, I love events like this just to overcook, like just to make way too much food do you make your, do you make that your we're brisket? never going to eat. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not making brisket. I'm not going uh, that okay. far, but... I'm going to do a smoked queso dip where uh, I, I get a bunch of this okay. uh, vegetable or, you know, all the ingredients for a good queso dip and I smoke it on the Traeger. That always comes out bomb. I'm also trying this uh, like White Castle sliders uh, thing I saw on social media Ooh. that looked really good. Uh, Dude, yeah. anything miniature is, anything miniature is great. Um, <laughs> I'm a big pigs in a blanket guy. Like if you have hot dogs wrapped in some sort of baked goods i'm all about it i will eat all of them so um yeah that's usually my go-to uh wings and pizza like all season long that was kind of our thing um so 
I'm a little little done on that. I'm excited for right. Sunday though for all the food and and especially uh, we I wanted really to go to Saul's party so bad because our boss here Saul uh, he's having burnt ends. He's having a very a very appealing array of food. Uh, but my concern Ooh. is the drive because I want to drink a whole bunch during the Super Bowl and I live entirely too far away unfortunately to be making that drive so uh, i will sure. not be i will not be going there just to drink water i will probably be staying at home uh but my neighbors have a, a wonderful thing across the street so i'm looking forward to that I, I hope everybody does have a great time because it's uh you know again it's the super bowl man uh make the best of it i love big sporting events obviously it's the biggest one you know like uh when the suns were in the the finals like we were getting together with people but it just didn't have the same feel as the Super Bowl, and especially like really, when your team oh, isn't in I, it. I, I, I don't like, really it care. I don't really care the about the Suns were in it. I, yeah. I just didn't do food and didn't have like kind of a party thing. We just like okay, got together fair. and were like intensely watching it and screaming that's at the TV fair. the whole time. When you're not invested in the outcome of the game very much, it is more. It's easier to have a casual party that's, where you want the food to be good and whatnot. That's what it is. But if the Suns are in the finals, man, I'm glued to the TV and I don't really Absolutely. care what kind of food is in front of me. I am that's just right. locked in the whole time. Well, the Suns made a trade today that's just going to help them get there again. So we're confident True. we get to experience that uh, this this uh, playoff season again. But uh, again, everybody, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. You could follow me and Jesse on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a five-star review. We appreciate it so much. Uh, Jesse's an eight-star man. I'm a three-star man. Together, we, it averages out. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube. Go over to YouTube, PHNX Sports. Um, make sure to sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the amazing content coming out from our team. Shane has bets locked down. ASU, uh, we got so much good content coming out from the PHNX Suns team. Uh, Cardinals, I was on that the other day. Crazy rumors about Kyler Murray, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, and, of course, the Waste Management Open, the Phoenix Open here. Uh, we've been out there just killing the coverage on that. So please stay tuned. Uh, follow us on social media, and we hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, again, on behalf of Jesse and myself, we thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Over at DraftKings Sportsbook, use our code of PHNX. Get you one of these shirts from PHNX Merch uh, or PHNXLocker.com. Um, and again, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, we appreciate it. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when Rob Manfred is optimistic about the season still happening. <laughs>